Hi everyone, this is Dr. Inibege Adesonya of the Booming Small Business. I'm here today to speak about a couple of things that businesses struggle with. Um, you know, a lot of businesses, um, they tend to want to grow, which is awesome, but they make a mistake when it comes to compliance. They don't really take compliance as a, you know, as, imp as an important topic that they should, you know, consider. So today we're going to talk about compliance as a tool for business growth. Compliance as a tool for business growth. I'm going to touch on items that will ensure that you're, you don't just grow your business or you're just um, not in the path of growing your business. And then because of non-compliance, that business folds up. A lot of people take things for granted. And um, most of these things that they take for granted could have been avoided. And that's why, you know, in the middle of, you know, growth and, and um, establishing um, their business, they find out that um, the government is after them. And business is a bit different from looking at um, non-compliance when it comes to, you know, maybe personal taxes or, you know, not just relying on, on you know, um, and let me, yeah, personal taxes, as I said. Personal taxes is different. If you're non-compliant with not paying personal taxes, um, the government can actually levy your house, can garnish your wages. For businesses, is really different. Businesses, the government actually can freeze your accounts. Um, as a CP, I've come across that with some of my um, clients that um, they came to me after the fact. And again, most of these things could have been avoided. So first of all, I want to explain to you, go just a couple of points. Why do we think that compliance is important? I'm going to I'm zero in on compliance when it comes to letters from the government, when it comes to taxes owed, and um, you know the issue that ignorance is no excuse. I'll start with letters from the government. Now. If your business receives a letter from the government, it could be just an inquiry. It could be that they just want you to clarify, example, maybe the W-2 you paid to your staff. It could be that um, they didn't receive um, a return and they want to make sure that you already filed that return. I will say this, I'm going to say this more than once. Please do not ignore dates. Please do not ignore dates. Usually, when a letter comes in from the government, the letter indicates the date that you have to respond. Give you indicate this is the date. And a lot of people do not take note of that date. And because of that, when that date expires or when the date passes, there are consequences that that again could have been avoided so my first the first 
um, aspect of compliance I want to speak about is dates. When you get a letter from the government, please look at that date. And what I tell people, note it on your calendar. Let's see. Let's say if they say that you have today's um um let's say today today's um September thirtieth, and they say that you have till October thirty first to respond. I would always say that give yourself two weeks before and then mark on your calendar two weeks before that due date. Usually they give you more time, but just mark before two weeks so that even if you, let's say something comes up and you maybe you forgot or something, your calendar will pop up and remind you that you have to, you know, get on that, you know, that letter. Now, sometimes you can actually respond to the letter. It's very easy, but at times you need a professional. And um, I always tell businesses, make your accountant your friend. Make sure that things like that, if you're not sure, make sure you contact your accountant and, and explain to them or send the letter to them. Um, most of the accountants or most of the CPAs would actually have the knowledge base to respond to a letter that you don't understand. And it's very important for you to give everything that is required when they say that attach documentation, please attach. Um, again, there's an example that, oh yes, they don't really, they're not really sure they had your staff's W2, did you submit it? And then you, you have to go in and make sure that maybe you have to go through past records. There are ways to find that out. But the goal of what I'm just emphasizing is that please do not disregard dates. Because of disregarding dates, people have charged, been charged over $20,000 in penalty just because they didn't respond to a notice. So please note the dates. Get your accountant involved if you're not sure of what is required. Okay? So that's the very first thing I want to say because... I mean, if you respond to the notice after the fact, then <laughs> the response is not, would not, usually it's not, would not be accepted or they will go ahead and or the government will go ahead and make their own decision and um, will just say that you haven't responded to the letter because it's not for them to continue, set, I mean, like they will write the first time. They don't have the the obligation to say i'm reminding you we sent you a letter um, um a week ago or two weeks ago you haven't responded no that's not their responsibility they've given you a date they sent a letter and that's it so please please note dates all right okay and then of course sometimes um they they they're actually this possibility that okay something actually happened and and i want to state that Sometimes reliefs are available. Now, for example, yes, you noted the date and everything, and then maybe um, something happened. Maybe you got into an accident, God forbid, you know, something bad like that happened, or maybe there was an, a storm or a hurricane. Something happened in, in your area, and um, because of you know, maybe you had to leave your house or leave your office. You had to do um, maybe so. You had to take care of yourself because of something happened in the area. Yes, it's possible that they can say based on that, because even if you, you know, assuming that you, you could not meet up to the date, 
you can't just say oh i couldn't just meet up to the date there must be a reason that you could not meet up to that date and it must be authentic an authentic reason you know you can't forget being forgetful is not a reason so please make sure that if you if something happens communication is important um again work with your accountant if you cannot call them call the government to tell them oh this is what happened usually they expect you to document things and um, it's important that you do so so reliefs are available if something like that happens so we're going back what are we speaking about today we're talking about compliance compliance as a key to business growth compliance as a key to business growth okay as a tool to business growth i'll take that as a tool um now another thing i want to explain to us is um, record keeping under compliance i know i will do a, a broader i'm another part, podcast and elaborate on record keeping um record keeping is actually very important when it comes to compliance now i always say this um when i'm you know presenting um a talk or 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 pre um, presenting or just speaking to people or to a groups of people or even teaching i always tell people please um you know do not spend cash and i'll explain to you why i'm not saying do not receive cash as a business if somebody wants to pay you cash please take it <laughs> take your cash please i'm not saying that take the cash i want to pay you cash please take it you know take the cash i'm not saying you should not but i'm looking at the other side the expense side of it when it comes to deductions the government i mean the government really looks into if your looks to see if your deductions are authentic that's what i mean i know that you might say okay how do they know that okay there are some times that you don't get audited there are some times that that you know you've never been audited maybe you've not but there are certain times that I, um, the government might say you know what I want to see if what she's or what she or he's putting down as a as um, a business expense are these expenses real are they authentic so I would say that to make sure that you can authenticate your expenses or your purchases please make sure you as much as possible make business payments with checks or with a card credit or debit card why do i say that it's easy to track it's very easy to track because you can always ask for let's a credit card statement to say okay this is what i spent or i went to to buy um supplies in office depot you know it's it's very easy to track it's very easy you can also confirm that with a with a with a bank statement you can look at where with the transactions and know okay this is what i paid for my utilities this is what i paid for my office rent so um please do not pay your rent by by withdrawing cash and giving it to your landlord do not 
pay for expenses by with cash avoid it as much as possible it's very difficult for you to monitor or keep track of cash payments it's very hard to keep track i know some people when they pay cash um they actually record it somewhere i'm not saying i mean those um, i think that's a lot of work when it when you do that in that way um but when you pay cash i'm sorry when you when you use a check or debit card or credit card you can actually track you can actually see how the payments were made now people say oh do i still keep receipts you can you can do that there's nothing wrong with keeping receipts right now in the u.s um it's is allowed for you to keep receipts um electronically so um there are softwares out there that actually allow you to scan scan and um, keep records of your receipts um but again um, because receipts sometimes people keep records of receipts I mean assuming you don't scan them they actually after some years the ink goes out away and you know so I um, try if you want to keep if it's good to keep receipts make sure you scan them um, but credit cards debit card statements are also good so um, make sure that you do not spend cash for your business avoid it as much as possible Please avoid it as much as possible. So it's so important for you to do that. Now, um, let's see how do you, how do you keep these records? Okay, let's say that you have receipts, you have gum, um, um, you have um, files, staff files, right? Um, I know that there are different professions. I know the medical profession has specific ways to keep records, but a lot of small businesses. They don't know what to do. They just, okay, I have records and they have piles and piles of records and they just don't know how to keep them. Um, now the electronic way of keeping records is very, very helpful. It's very helpful for you to, you know, keep your records electronically and then make sure you label them. How do I mean, how do you label them? Um, let's say you have transactions, invoices for, for September 2020 you can categorize your electronic storage by month by category by client we want to make sure or you want to make sure that anytime you want to assess your records is very easy is easily accessible is easily accessible a lot of times people feel that okay oh um, when they hear that they're going to be audited, which I'm going to go into very shortly, they get so worried and they get so scared. But I tell you, do not, I tell people do not be worried and I'll explain to you why um, very shortly. So again, reiterating, please record keeping, make sure you do not spend cash, make sure you use your cards or use your checking account. Another thing I want to stress, a very important aspect of record keeping which actually ties into what I'm saying about keeping, um, you know, credit cards and, and, and paying with credit card, paying with debt, paying with debit cards and, you know, what I'm saying. Um, but um, to do that, to make sure you have, you know, pay with debit or credit card, you must make sure that your 
business account is separate from your personal account. Do not combine business, your business account with your personal account. Separate the two. Go to your bank and set up a separate business account. Do not commingle, we call it commingling, business and personal funds together. Why do I say that? Okay, assuming that you get audited or you actually not even less. Yes, audited is one thing, but let's say that you you have a, um, a situation that you want to actually or not situate because you have to actually check your expenses, check how well your business is doing. That's the goal in having a business. You want to check how well, how well is my business doing? And um, you go in and you want to say, okay, how much did I make? How much expenses did I did I did I or how much did I spend in your business and you 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 open your personal account is very difficult for you to generate um, your income statement and income statement is um, the money you received minus the money you spent so to see how much really you made that's just a basic way of explaining it but it just to see it's difficult to see how much money you made so number one that's the first reason why you should not the second reason which is really really huge is that um, sometimes you might get audited or, you know, they might say, okay, I want to check your expenses and see if these expenses, um, are authentic. If you do bring out your personal account and say, oh, this is my business. This is, my, this is where I, I spent all the money. I guarantee you more often or oftentimes the IRS or the government official will deny those expense deduction because it's in your personal account. You are not supposed to mingle your or commingle your personal expenses in and your business expenses in one account. So separate that, separate the two accounts, right? Create a create a separate account for your business. Now I often hear people say, you know what? My business is a startup. I've not really made money, so I cannot really spend money from my business account. You can still spend money from your business account. The, the way you do that is let's say um let's say my um the an example is the booming small business i'm using my business as an example and um, i want to okay put some money into the booming small business the booming small business already has a business account what i'll just do is that i will issue a check from dr inibege adesonia issue that a check to the booming small business as funding right i will issue a check so that's a just a separate transaction I'm not spending. So when I issue the check into the booming small business account, the any expense from the booming small business will come for the booming small business will come from that account. Now you might say, oh, how, how, I mean, would that money be paid back to me? Yes. Yes. It depends on how you structure it. If you want to just give it as an infusion to your, to the business, like if I want to say, okay, yes, I want to put it as an infusion to um, the booming small business LLC, then that's fine. That will be like a contribution to the capital. But I could also say, you know what, I'm giving the booming small business a loan until booming small business can, you know, pay me back, you know, just an example. So yes, you might say that you, yes, you, you will get back your money depends on how you structure it. All right. You will get back your money. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, um, I want to finalize by, um, speaking to you about getting audited. 
um, again, we talked about compliance, right? Um, being compliant actually allows you to be confident if you, as in you get audited, you're confident because you know you've done the right thing. So um, if you get audited, I always suggest, and that's, um, I, I mean, I always suggest that you talk to a professional, like uh, maybe your accountant, and um, tell the person that, oh, you got a letter from the IRS that they're actually looking at, coming in to look at your records. Well, if you feel that you might not need um, an accountant, if you're okay with that, you're, you're confident, that's fine. But I often see that people um, might not actually know how to deal with the um, IRS um, field officer. And so they bring in an accountant to just know what to say to them. Um, and, you know, because... I always say that I respect the professional. I mean, um, and it, um, <laughs> I, why do I say that? My even from the barber, um, I always respect the professional. My boys, I have um, um, two boys, and my husband struggles sometimes to cut their. I mean, he cuts their hair, but they don't. They don't like the style. And I always say, you know what? The barber is a professional. I know within this COVID nineteen, we had to adjust and everything. But I, I, he, the the barber is a professional, and so. When, when when did they go to when my boys go to cut their hair it's different from their dads cutting cutting their hair so i always say that yes a profession is very good if you're not sure of what the IRS needs um make sure that you talk to an accountant to read to be the person to represent you you know that when i say represent be, to speak to the IRS on your behalf but i always also want to emphasize that you should not be worried if you are compliant if you follow these things like the, the, the points I've actually mentioned, um, you're able to track your expenses, um, every expense you have, you paid it from your credit card, your debit card or your bank statement or your bank account by check. When I say, I mean, by check, by check, um, it's very easy to trace those expenses. It's very easy to trace those expenses. So, um, and then other things that you're not sure of, um, if you have someone like an, a, a professional to always confirm, oh, do I need, can I take this deduction, right? You don't really have to have a, an accountant on staff, but it's good to have someone that you can actually speak with and just, if you need some clarification doing, you know, as, as, as you're making sure your business is compliant, right? So you don't need it. I mean, most people, most small businesses at the beginning, as they are growing, they don't really need to be, have a full-time accountant on staff, but it's good to have someone that they can clarify issues with. So again, if you're being audited or you get a letter from the auditor and you, you know that you, you keep good records, you're not commingling funds, you're not having every of your personal um, expenses and your business expenses combined, um, you, have, you have no issues, like no problem. You know, you have no problem. There might be some things that they may, might raise here and there, but you have no problem. And um, just make sure, as I said, that... Um, you also you also keep abreast with the changes in the tax laws. It's very important for you to do that. Try your best to keep abreast with the changes in the tax laws. It's very important. Um, it could be by by getting newsletters, uh, you know, or just getting some clarification because that also affects how you deduct specific expenses, right? All right. So again, just to go back to a few points. Um, it's very important for you to be compliant. 
and um, the compliance we spoke about is um, using it as a tool for business growth. We talked about dates. Dates, I will not, I can, I don't, it's not, I, speaking about dates is not saying it. Um, I could say it, as I said, I could say it as many times as possible. So dates, 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 keep up with your dates whenever you get any letter. Getting, and again, want to let everybody know that getting a letter from the government, um, whether from the state government or from the Internal Revenue Service, um, is not to say that you're being audited. It's just sometimes an inquiry. So um, just wanted to make sure everybody understands that. I also talked about record keeping, how to make sure you keep your records well. I also mentioned that you should not commingle your business, um, um, your business expense or revenue with your into your personal account. Don't commingle. Please make sure you separate them. It's very very important. And and I and I explained to you how um, even if your business is a startup, do not still commingle make sure you issue a check to your business all right issue a check to your business to fund that business and um how you if you want the money to be refunded to you or returned very you can get that return of course you have to structure it in a particular way okay so i think um just wanted to you know just put it out there that compliance is very important we'll still go into a couple of more things um just to make sure again our goal or my goal um, is to make sure that your business not only survives but it goes to the booming phase it becomes so successful right all right so looking forward to talking to you or being part of your day <laughs> next week have an awesome week okay take care Bye.